Welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. It's your girl, super unemployed today. It's me, Anna Roisman. I'm so thrilled to be back here on the pod. It's been a few, it's been a few weeks since we recorded, and we are in for such a treat. I'm so excited for today's episode. I can't believe I got her. I feel like she's a get. She's a get, okay? Um, we have a very funny content creator, social media strategist, storyteller, slash baker and CEO. I mean, her journey over the past year. I feel like has has soared. We have Dolly Meckler with us today. Hello, Dolly. Oh, I wanted to say that Hi. so bad. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Oh my God, everyone. It's it's the it's the punchline at the end of the intro. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you and so much. Thank you so much. This is so fun. We like met on Instagram. I like found you through yes. my girl Gracie, who's been on the pod, and. Uh, and then you did this pop up with her and I like met you in per- I felt like an instant connection. I was like, oh, she gets it. Like I knew I knew you already. That's so funny. <laughs> Gracie, it's so crazy because and we'll talk about this. Like now I'm in this whole new baking community. Yeah, she of, is. Like these Instagram bakers and just people in the food world in New York City. And it's it is certainly a community of people. And like so that's how I, I know Gracie through Instagram, too. So funny. I mean, yeah. you, but you became an entrepreneur in what, the last year, year and a in half? a year. Yeah, in about a year. Can we talk about yeah. this so, for a second? You are the famous Holla Dolly. I'm sorry. I, I should have said that in the intro. God damn it. Should I read? It's okay. No. <laughs> you said the CEO and Baker, We you left people at a cliffhanger. They don't know what it's for. Yes. Now we are Thank you. demystifying it and it's of Hala Dolly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hala Dolly, you make the most incredible breads. Um, I bought a, I bought all the flavors the first time I tried them and for no reason other than to just eat them with Jared in our apartment. You know what I mean? Just, just. Just us and some hollas. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! It was. I mean, I'm. I can I tell you about the whole. Craziness I'm so of excited. It? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was working in entertainment for forever. I used to work at HBO, where I was overseeing the social for Game of Thrones and Westworld, and I was there for about four years. I left. I then went to YouTube where I was doing YouTube social, so like the at YouTube handles. Okay. I left. And then I was like, what am I going to do? I don't have a job. I'm unemployed now. And I grew up in New York City and I've been here for forever. And I was like, I think I got to get out of New York. Like, I am just too comfortable here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to LA where, you know, is the obvious next kind of move for somebody who works in entertainment. Obviously, yeah. I had a network of people out in LA. So I went out to LA and my plan was to just like create content, which is like you said, I'm a content creator. So I've been like making shit on the internet since I was in college Mm -hmm. because I couldn't get internships without making stuff. Right. So that was like me, my portfolio. Right. And (laughs) What so did you go to school I, for? I was curious. I'm curious. I went to school for, for I studied telecommunications and okay. gender. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. So then I moved out to LA without a plan. The plan was I was going to like freelance where I could get some clients to do some social stuff for, and then just to create my own content. So when I went out there, I learned so quickly that like LA, everybody was so 
flaky. Mm-hmm. I could not. I understood immediately, like, why no one in L.A. had a job. Like, people <laughs> could not follow through on meetings, couldn't follow through on, like, make, you know, just, like, plans. It was like, this is. I was going to say, I lived I, there for a year. And even my, like, best friends from college who are out there, like, would flake anytime. I'd be like, let's yeah. hang out. And they were like, oh, well, if you want to come to the West Side, like, I don't really feel like. Uh, and I was like, no one does anything here. Exactly. It was it was really hard for me because I'm like I always like to do something. I always like to have plans. I always like want to meet new people. I was trying to network, trying to get a job. Like mm-hmm. it was so impossible. But then so I moved out there in October 2019 and then COVID hit in March. Mm-hmm. And do you remember we thought like COVID was going to last 2 weeks? Yeah. 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 Really? And I I did a Peloton ride the other day from March or like it was like March and they were like, all right, everyone, like, we'll be okay. It's only two weeks of this at home stuff. And I'm like, just listening to those words. You're like, holy shit. Oh, it was like a Peloton from last year. Wow, that's dark. Yeah, that's it's scary. Yeah. I'm like, remember how naive we all were? Oh my God. So you had just gotten there October. I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, so I was there for like six months and COVID happened. And like, and then I was like, oh no, like no one's going to hire a freelancer now. Okay, two weeks. You know what? I'm going to not even stress about finding work. Everybody was baking and on online mm-hmm. on Instagram and everyone was baking sourdough. Do you remember like the sourdough? Yeah, they were place? out of the uh-huh. yeast everywhere. They were out of the yeast. So I was. I took out my phone and I'm like, I am going to go find yeast around LA. And I walked around West Hollywood. I also didn't have a car in LA. So I was walking everywhere. And I would make these videos of me just walking around LA. I've seen some of them on your Instagram. So absurd. And I just would like, I was, okay, guys, like I'm looking for yeast. There's no yeast anywhere in West Hollywood. And then finally somebody like, sent me a tip and was like, go to this Russian bodega on Sunset. Mm. Like they have one. Or on Santa Monica, they have one. <laughs> they have some yeast. And I was like, okay. So I go to this bodega. I buy all the yeast that they have. And I'm like, I'm going to start make. I'm going to try. I'm going to just try to make bread. So I You had never my- made bread before. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I am not a cook. Like I was never in the kitchen. <laughs> and the I think I, like I made I think I made challah at like summer Jewish summer camp okay. growing up. Like, but that was, you know, fifteen years ago. I haven't done it, and so I, I then I brought home the yeast and I was like, all right, I'm gonna bake a challah because I am not baking sourdough. I don't know if you know anything about sourdough. I don't, it's, but okay, it's a long process. <laughs> I, didn't, so, I didn't get the bug. <laughs> It's really complicated yeah. and like there's a science and there's like, you know, you really have to nurture this thing called starter, which is the yeast that mm. you have to grow in a jar. And I was like, yeah. I don't have patience That's exactly for that. why I haven't done it either. Exactly. <laughs> Too like much. no way. Yeah. My but dad's done all of them, but I'll tell you that afterwards. <laughs> I want to hear. But challah is so easy. So I was like, oh, I can make a challah bread. Like that's no problem. So I baked a challah bread. I like Googled best challah recipe and I – found the New York Times recipe and then I baked that and I th- braided it. I like YouTubed how to braid mm-hmm. a challah bread and I just posted it online and I like documented the whole experience and I – it was like beautiful and I was like, this is this is beautiful and I just posted it <laughs> and then people were like, wait, I want to buy one. I was like, oh, I'm open for business. No problem. <laughs> sure. Like let's go. And then – 
I was like, wait a second, I'm a marketer. I am going to brand this thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I know how to do. So then I just, I had my friend who I went to summer camp. He made my logo for me. Nice. And then I started to make all this holo content. I learned how to do like stop motion. <laughs> and it was just, it was like this really weird 360 pivot that I did. And I think that's like why people were so like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I just, I kept baking, 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 and I would like write hand notes to people on like bags and it was very like, you know, homemade. Mm-hmm. And then after a few – and then also just while I was like during COVID, truly like – and I think – I wonder how do you feel about this? Like being an unemployed person, I felt like I was like training for COVID mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I always and, say like, like nothing – Unfortunately, I mean, or fortunately, nothing felt super different. Like I spend all day at home a lot of days when I'm unemployed. But yeah, (laughs) exactly. So it almost felt like everyone was like spiraling and Mm -hmm. did not know how to be at home for so much time. And I was like, okay, like, let's go. This is my Super Bowl. I got this. And I just started me and my roommate in LA, like we were making all this content just constantly. Like we would have full-blown photo shoots just because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, my boyfriend and I recreated a bunch of movies because that's what we do. I've seen your videos, (laughs) right. And we were just like, this is so fun. Okay, so one thing that I did that I feel like is worth mentioning to you, I did this thing where I started to just like go through my photos and like go through like my favorites. And I was like, oh my God, there was this really cute boy that I once saw on the subway. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, what if I post him? And I'm like, let's find out who he is. Just a stranger. A stranger on the subway. Stop. So I posted it and I was like, hey, New York City, like here's a fun COVID game while we're stuck inside. Everybody like comment if you know who this person is. And we found him in like 18 minutes. No. So that quick? It was insane. So if this story doesn't end with you being married to the subway boy, I'm... No. But it was... (laughs) But he actually started to date my friend after that which was really for a little bit but i plot twist we we gave it a name we called it name the flame (laughs) and then i started to post them like a few like i'd find like photos and like just hotties that would be like send in your photos and we were finding these guys it was so crazy it was like misconnection yeah Mm -hmm. i love this you're really yeah you're helping so many people through this whole pandemic pandemic. (laughs) love carbs you know you name it (laughs) but i think that was just like a testament of like just sitting at home and like being being like what can i make how can i have fun like what can we do inside, yeah. right? So that was really fun. A lot of but, creative people thrived in the pandemic. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's cool to see what came, like, what people came out with, you know, who, God forbid, if they were okay and healthy and whatnot. I'm right. like, oh, my right, God. Right. But No, of course. You're I one agree. of them. You're one of them. You came yes. out shining. Thank you. So when did so, you – you had to come back here, right? So I came back. So I was like, I'm done with LA. Like, I can't do this anymore. I was there for three months during COVID. I came back very end of June, beginning of July last year. So mm-hmm. I've now been here for a year. Um, and I just came back and I my network was just bigger in New York. So I brought the holla with me and um, I people were like, when can I get one? I was like, oh, this is happening in New York too, I guess, right? Like, but – I mean, I didn't. Have so you room had already to- started like your website, 
your Instagram. Like, no, 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 no. I didn't even have an Instagram. No. Wow. I was just doing this on my personal Instagram at the time. <laughs> and then I, and then I, and then I matched with the boy on Hinge and we started to date and now he's my boyfriend, but he was the one <laughs> who was like, Dolly, you should start an Instagram for this. <laughs> like it was like, I, I like didn't think this was going anywhere still. Right. Even and though you were the Instagram, you, you did the Instagram for like Game of Thrones, right? Didn't you do the Game correct. of Thrones yes, and correct, like correct. Quest World? <laughs> still, still, I was like, no, 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 this is not going to be anything. I, uh, cause I like, I always try to like um, kind of uh, discourage people from splitting their audiences Mm -hmm. on social, right? So it was like, okay, I already have this following. Like why would I start another account if I have no idea where it's going? And like what? I'll have 400 followers there and I'm going to have to manage that account. Like that doesn't seem productive for anybody. It's funny because I had this – I don't know if you know about Anna died – Yes, the, the tie-dye. <laughs> yes, I saw. I was I with Gracie. In, she was wearing it. I haven't yeah. done it in a really long time. But I went through this moment where I was like, because I, I did sell a lot of them in the pandemic. I, I was right. lucky. So I did make, because I was like, I don't want to put tie-dye sweatshirts on my Instagram like all the time. Like that can be yeah. its own thing. I don't care how many followers I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, I know. But I'm sure you like grappled with the same thing. Like, should I do it? Should I not? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually was like anti, but then I, I ended up doing it and then I was like, okay, I'm going in on this. Like, let's go. And then um, I I then I realized like, okay, so I was baking out of my apartment and then Time Out New York wrote an article about what I was doing. And I was like, oh no. You didn't like, like pitch to them or anything? They no. were They found you. They reached out to me and Sick. I was like- Oh no, I need like ovens. Like this is gonna be <laughs> like this is gonna get big. So I started to then look for bakeries that mm-hmm. I could like team up with and do a pop-up. And so then I started to work with this bakery on the Lower East Side, which is where I met you. Yes. And they were I was we were baking the loaves there. They were Oh, I didn't realize the you baked there. them there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's so nice that, yeah. that you yeah. did that. Yeah. So that was good. And like, I think too, through all of this COVID craziness, especially with people, like I learned this about people in the food industry. And it's it's interesting because, you know, obviously I was working in entertainment and now I'm like entering this new space of, uh, of a new industry. Mm-hmm. Like people in food are very collaborative and very down to like help one another. And I, especially I think during COVID where everybody was hit so hard, Mm -hmm. like it was definitely like this perfect storm of like, okay, you know, bakeries need help right now. And they're willing to collaborate on things because they are also like having a hard time keeping their doors open. Right. Right. So it was like, I just think that everybody was very willing to just like, let's try it. Right. Let's try. Like, let's see what happens. Because it wasn't the same market. People, when you want some, something from a bakery, you want to go there and pick up a fresh baked good. You're not, you don't think like, I should just order online. Like, you know, it's not right. like seamless where it's like, you're going to get yeah. pizza delivered to your door. It's like, you want right. to go and pick up a croissant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like <laughs> stumble upon it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's what we did. So we just started to bake there. And I was like, oh, my God. We, like, sold 100 loaves that first pop-up. And I was like, whoa. Like, let's do this monthly. Like, let's have monthly Mm pop-ups. And we started to do them monthly. And then I was like, whoa. Like, 
I want these to be in stores for people that they could just go in their neighborhood. So now I do wholesale. So you can go, I'm in like around seven different stores where you can go around Manhattan and Brooklyn and pick up a loaf of my challah. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, people in different states want this stuff. Like I'm going to open up a Shopify and have an um, an, like – e-commerce. So now I ship them around the US, which is so crazy. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and now that's what I'm doing and I'm Where are you recently- baking now? Do you have a kitchen that you go to? So I'm actually right now I'm transitioning out of working with the bakery that I was with on the Lower East Side. I am now looking for a new place. Mm. It's not 100% confirmed, but Got I it. really do hope to have something within a week. I'm very close. Cool. So I've been on hiatus for the last, I would say, yeah, for about two, three weeks now. I um, saw that. I was like, oh, now's a good time to get her on the pot, I bet, because she's not making yeah, every time. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was smart. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm I'm looking for a new space. Like, I, I was written up in The New Yorker last, like, two, three, like three weeks ago, and I just could not believe it. Like, That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Especially as a New Yorker. You're like, I did it. I It felt so cool. I just like was like, this is keep I just felt very seen, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, I feel so recognized. And I think um like after leaving corporate America, you feel so (laughs) like you're 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 conditioned to believe in corporate America, like this is like XYZ is your worth, right? And you need a promotion in order to validate your mm-hmm. work. And, um, you know, your your paycheck is means a lot about, like, your ability to do your job. And I just felt very frustrated and lost, I think, mm-hmm. after leaving my jobs of just, like, wait, I, I've always been so creative and I've always had like a very good head on my shoulders about like what my abilities are, mm-hmm. but they were so like, I was so, it was so brought down in my corporate jobs mm-hmm. and just like, and like it made me second guess myself. So now when I have this just like validation, um, it feels really like, okay, I am doing something right. I am smart. Like, I don't care what those other people may have said or thought about yeah. me, like, in my corporate job. Like, I know what I'm doing. And now you call the shots, which must feel I call the shots. so cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you had to hire people yet to help you? And, or no? You bake Not all yet. the bread. I mean, I, I do have help with, like, the baking stuff. Okay. But in terms of, like, running the business, no. I think, like, I'm just trying to... I really don't have like – I don't have kind of – I don't have that far of a vision with it, okay. right? Like even with the Instagram, which I started mm-hmm. last August, like I didn't know where it was going to go. And and I think that COVID too has just taught me like one day at a time, right? Like especially at the beginning of COVID. Like, so true. Week one was so different than week two, which was so different than week three, which was so different than week four. And, like, you couldn't plan anything. Yeah. Like, I just remember the day, like, that March 12th date, like, my roommate and I, we went to Pavilions, the grocery store in LA. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a mess, you know? Like, there was no food left. And I was on the phone with my parents, like, should I come home? Like, what should we do? Like, I didn't know. Like, should I wait it out two weeks? And, like, unbeknownst to us, like, it got worse in two weeks, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, 
it's just like you you just can't plan your life. Like no. I just truly learned that you cannot plan life and mm-hmm. let's see what happens. I don't know. I, I think that's know. the best way to be. And like I always say that, you know, especially in anything I do, I'm like, you don't know what could happen tomorrow. Like it's, you know, it's scary, but it's also like it's fun in a little bit of a way. Like you probably had no idea a cut to a year later, the New Yorker would have written, you know, wrote you up. No. You have a company now. You have wholesale. You have your stuff all over the country. That's dope. That's a huge. People take years to do that, and you did it mm-hmm. in like one year. You know, that's so nice. Thank you. I. It's wild. Um, Is your family? Yeah. I want to know what your family and friends think. They were like, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute." Dolly was like in entertainment, working for HBO. Now she's like an Instagram famous baker. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> my parents, my my mom is an entrepreneur. My dad is an like they've they've been business owners, so it's definitely like in my blood, right? Um, and so they're like, it's very natural, but it's funny. Like my mom had said to both because my brother too, like he has his own business too, but she said to both of us, like, wow, my kids really don't want, like, a job. <laughs> like, they're doing everything they can to just, like, not have a job. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. funny. I think my parents would say the same thing about me. Also, I made my brand unemployed, so, you know. Right, exactly. Oh, I, you know what? I actually – so I I have to tell you a story. So I have long nails, and I've always – like, I love to paint them and, you know, do whatever. But right when I had quit – YouTube, um, cause I was at, I went to YouTube after HBO. I was like, wait a second, I'm going to write unemployed on my hands because it's 10 letters. <laughs> oh, that's fun. And, and then I was like, okay, I think it's too soon. Like I didn't want like <laughs> people to be like, oh God, this girl is like gone off the deep end oh, after no. like, a week. But just so you know, you could do unemployed. Maybe I should. Maybe I'll do it for the 100th episode. You know I do it nail art. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. So you I have should crazy do it. nails unemployed. right now. These are my birthday nails. That would be I so love. cool. You should definitely do it. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. 100 episodes. I'm painting my nails. Um, I'll do it too, even though I'm not unemployed. You'll do it too? (laughs) Ellen, I'm not unemployed fully. I just identify as unemployed. We go over this. Of course, yes. Today I was unemployed. (laughs) You know, it's day by day. Just like Dolly said, you take it day by day. Today, did I get paid for anything? Actually, later I will, but not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) The day is still young. Today, I was very unemployed too, so... It's just it happens. Uh, it it you know it does, and it's that's why we have this podcast. For it's sure. for anyone exactly. who feels unemployed. You could be at a job for forty years and feel like I don't even like this anymore. I don't care. Um, so wait, you quit YouTube, right? You quit mm-hmm. like you were like I need a break from being a content content strategist. Yeah. I guess you can I say. Was, yeah, I was a brand. I was like a brand manager for okay. YouTube socials. Yeah, I left. I mean, it was a pretty. I left after six months, actually. Right. I was only at YouTube for a very short time. And um, it just was not the right fit. Yeah. Like, it just was That's not fine. for me. Um, my boss had left my third week. It just, like, turned into a job that was not what I signed up for. Right. Um, which is why I had left. I got you. I didn't know if you got yeah. – laid off or anything the one you no, were like, no 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 I, I was my choice to go it was my choice and that's why she wanted her nails she went she was so proud of correct i was so proud <laughs> exactly <laughs> even better even better um i have one question so 
when did you come up with like your flavors? When were you like, I'm going to flavor challah? Because challah is usually either raisin or plain. Like as growing up as a Jew, that's all we got, you know? Yes. Okay. So I credit this to my roommate in LA because she was really good in the kitchen. Like I'd always be like, Kristen, like I didn't know that you were a chef before moving here with you. Like (laughs) she would make like these crazy pastas and like just very like creative ideas in the kitchen. Her mom was like a good cook growing up. So, um, and like, I just will eat like grilled chicken and like cucumbers and tomato (laughs) salad, right? Like so boring. But she was one day, she had like a whole spice cabinet and she was like, why don't you put some everything seed, uh, uh, everything but the bagel seasoning on mm-hmm. like the hollow one day. I'm like, wait, that's genius. Why didn't <laughs> I think of that? And she's like, wait, here, look, I have cinnamon sugar. Put some of that on it. And then we're like, oh, let's put honey with it too. It just happened by accident. So yeah. I call Kristen my re- – she her name is Kristen. I call her my recipe developer just to give it a much more official title. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. But she is responsible for, for those ideas. Very cool. But you've done like – you did the matcha one, I remember. Yes, you've done yes. other like wild flavors. You made Hala very hip. Yes. Okay. I thank you for saying that because that's really the goal is like, how do I make Hala cool and in the mainstream, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's so good and it's, I want everyone to eat it. And one of the coolest things too has been people, a lot of people who have never had Hala before, I've been their first Hala. Wow. um, Wow. Which has been an honor. It's funny. Like a lot of the times people will be like, oh, you're chala bread. I'm like, it's Hala because <laughs> they don't know. Um, but I did this um, video series called Hala Virgins on my Instagram. Nice. Where I like had people who had never had Hala before take a selfie of them eating it. And then I just, you know, compiled all the videos, which was yeah. fun. Um, but the I flavors, that. I think like – as a marketer and somebody who comes from the world of entertainment, like I have viewed this brand as like, how do I, how do I storytell? How do I tell, how do I, how do I build this brand through story? Because that's what I know how to do. And with the flavors, I think like I've done brand, like I've done partnerships, right? Like that's just my marketing brain being Mm -hmm. like, oh, why don't I work, like reach out to other brands and like we could collaborate on really fun flavors. Yeah. the matcha, matcha. We I worked with matcha bar to do the matcha matcha flavored hala. Um, recently, I did a Tony's chocolate, Tony's chocoloni, cool uh, flavor, which was delicious. Um, it was like a pretzel, chocolate pretzel hala. Mm. Um, so yeah, I really hope to like continue with the flavor, like flavors yeah. of the month or seasonal flavors, maybe. Um, but like once I figure out kind of the production of how I'm going to make these loaves, I can figure out how to really yeah. operationalize that. Do you have any – I know you were taking it day by day, but do you, have you had any like, I don't know, um, yearnings to make anything besides challah? Yes, absolutely. Like I see this as like how can I do challah rolls? How can I do challah pretzels? How mm-hmm. can I do challah – breadsticks, whatever it is. Like right. I see this like whole holla universe. Um, Ooh, of just breadsticks delicious- would kill. Right? Doesn't that sound yeah. so good? And like Meckelberg's would do a sandwich on a roll. Like I hope so. Right? I hope so. Meckelberg's, if you're listening, please. please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shout them out <laughs> when I type this up. <laughs> yeah, because they have challah. So it's been hard with places that already carry challah mm. to get them to carry my challah. Um, but you never know. You never know. You never yeah. know. 
<laughs> you never know. I'll, I'll Instagram it. Uh, you know, right. I don't have that. I have some followers. I don't have so many, but <laughs> I know they've over the years, they've bought Gracie baked my followers. So, Oh, that's I know. I, so I call amazing. myself her influencer because I as you should. I mean, that is the coolest part about social, right? It's like how word of mouth and especially on the Internet is so powerful. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Ellen, you're buying challah after this, right? I mean, are you I, sold? I was just thinking to myself, like, I really want some bread now. And challah would be <laughs> There's the nothing better bread. than just a little bit of butter on challah. Like, mm, just mm-hmm. from growing up, that's like, that's the perfect, like, I could live off of bread and butter. You know what I mean? Like, that's the goal. Uh, just to be able to eat that when I'm older and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh scrolling God, through truly. the Instagram right now. And just salad. Now you're going to be hungry. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, I'm obsessed with it, and I think it's so cool, and I'm so excited to see, like, where you go, and I'm happy to be, uh, you know, here with you early in the process, so. Oh, my God. Definitely. You have to become a self-designated Dolly influencer, I would love to. I would really love to, especially as a Jew, (laughs) and I I do a lot of Jewish comedian content, I'd say, for some different companies, you know? I was a... so we'll have to figure out a way to collab and get the challah involved in the in the content. You know what I mean? Yep. We I'm will already do that. I'm, I'm already brainstorming. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. So I want to take it back a little bit because I want to know like you've had so many different avenues now, and now you're this. You know, you're on this new path. What were you doing when you were like a teenager? What was like your first job in New York? Okay. Now so, we get to know okay, so- Dolly, young Dolly. Yes. So (laughs) we moved, I actually went to high school in Connecticut. So we moved out to Connecticut and I had a job. I had two jobs while I was in high school. My first job was, I worked at like one of those paint your own pottery places. Oh yeah. I think (laughs) I went to birthday parties at the, yes, there were so many birthday parties. Mm -hmm. So that, and then like, I was probably only doing that for like a year. Like it was so crazy. I think it was like sisters that were running it maybe I want to say and then like one they got in like a fight and it just got like really bad and like it was so crazy it was so crazy so I was like okay I need a new job and then I worked for this like home furnishing and home goods store in I we were in New Canaan Connecticut so it was in New Canaan Connecticut it was called design design solutions and it was like very like design designy and design kind of conscious like really beautiful you know gifts and really modern and really artful kind of stuff so I worked there for a cup, probably like a two, three years. While you were in high school. While I was in high school. That's cool. I was like always, like, I needed to. I was. I'm like obsessed with being busy. Like I just have this busyness energy. Yeah. Like energizer bunny. Like constantly needing to be doing something. And like, so like in high school, I was the student body president of a high school. Okay. And like that was just like 
I was like, I need to be like, you know, I needed to, to, and like after school, it'd be like either student council or I'd go to my job. Like those were my, those were my extra. You were already a CEO in in 11th grade. You were always, you were like, let me check with my assistant to see my schedule if I can fit in the hangouts. (laughs) But I think like the, like, you know how I said, like my mom was like, God, my kids are just trying to avoid like working, like having a job. Like (laughs) then in high school, it was like, my kids are just trying to avoid doing sports. Like that was not for us. So it was like I had to figure out how to just like not do soccer or not sign up for basketball. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Did you go to college here in New York or I went to college at Indiana University. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. I really wanted to like do like cliche quote unquote college, rah rah, Greek life, mm-hmm. all of that. Did you do all of that there? I did all of that. I was the president of my sorority. Of course you were. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I really, I just did it. That's fun. I was the opposite. When I looked at schools, I was like, where are we? I remember seeing like, no offense, Ellen, I visited Syracuse and (laughs) there was like a snowstorm and I, I was like, there's like one bar here and like everything's closed because it's snowing. I was like, I'm not going to school here. I need to go somewhere where I can skip school to like live my life. So I went to school in Boston. Where'd you, where did you go? I went to BU mm-hmm. and literally on the tour, looking at BU, I, I left the tour and went to Newberry street and got a manicure. And I remember like being like, I think I could make it here for four years. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah, I definitely would not recommend going to a Big Ten school if you're, like, looking for things to do other than – I just didn't want to go to college. I wanted to be parties. an actor, yeah. so I was like, whatever I have to do, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, whatever. That makes sense. Jared walked by as I was saying that manicure thing and is, like, rolling his eyes. I'm like, please listen to the episode. Please subscribe. Thank you so much for your support. <laughs> Oh, my God. So were you working? I mean, you were president of the of the sorority. Did you have time for a job in college? I did not. I did not. That's a lot of responsibility. It sounds like that's when I started to make my own content. Right. So I had a web series, which I learned. I I, the reason the web series started was because I didn't I got rejected from an internship with Comedy Central. I really wanted to work for Comedy Central and I didn't get it. And I was like, why, why didn't I get it? And they were like, well, you don't have enough TV experience. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get TV experience if I can't get the internship? Right, while I'm in college. Years old. <laughs> classic, yeah. classic, yeah. Classic. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I guess I have to make a TV show. Like, I don't know how else I'm supposed to do this. So yeah, that's exactly. what I did. And I, and I, like, I went to the Indiana Student TV Network and was just like, hey, guys, like I have this idea. I want to make a comedic talk show. And it was like, you know, man on the street style. Mm-hmm. It was very Billie Eilish, but Billie Eilish wasn't a thing yet. Or not Eilish, Billie Eichner. <laughs> Billie Eichner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billie Eichner. Very right. Billie on Imagine the street. Imagine Billie Eilish, Billie though, like doing <laughs> man on the street. It'd be the most quiet show you've ever seen. <laughs> it would be, She'd crazy. be like hiding behind a bush with like a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if she like goes to college, but. <gasps> Billie on the street, um, though. I don't know that amazing. she needs to. So Ooh, she yeah. doesn't need to. Yeah. She's so successful. Um, yeah. But it was like man on the street style. It was like I love Hello it. Dolly. And I would go walk around campus like asking people th- like questions. And I had someone film it for me. But then I would, like I had to teach myself how to edit and produce the whole thing. So I always say like it was the best internship I never got because it's what allowed me to have to force myself mm-hmm. how to make and produce and to create on my own. Yeah. 
and everything like I know how to edit I know how to produce video Mm -hmm. like that's so valuable and I just was me like sitting in the computer labs until like four in the morning after I was done with my homework like just going and like messing up on Final Cut and on Premiere Pro like Mm -hmm. and I figured it out good for you you're so determined you're like me where you take rejection and you turn it into something creative like always always I cry first for like five minutes oh of course I mean I didn't get the page (laughs) program for like three years in a row and I was like me neither yeah I was a tv production major and I was like well you must become an NBC page and I knew all these people who had done it and and then other friends who did like the CBS one did not get any of them and I was like me too what the fuck (laughs) yeah so that's why I started making stuff too and you know what whenever you make your own stuff I always say this to people especially on this podcast like it might not lead to exactly what you want but it leads to something else you don't know what it will be but you are manifesting a a job ahead like always and I always say like it always gets better right like one thing that people are always saying is like well I'm nervous to put this thing out like it's not good yet I'm like well don't ever look up my first episode of my web series because it's trash compared to like what it's become now right so it's like it would not be where it is today had I not done that 10 years ago right you gotta start somewhere I mean this podcast someone even texted me Ellen Rob our friend shout out to Rob if he's listening he better be fucking listening but he was like your episodes lately you really got the hang of this whole podcast thing and I was like Thanks. Glad it took 65 episodes for for this comment. But I'm, it's true, though. You That's know what okay. I mean? Like you, yeah. You're comfortable at something. You get better at it. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very inspiring. I love that you were just like, fuck it. Comedy Central doesn't want me. I will become Comedy Central. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. I hope they've seen your stuff now. Although I don't think they're doing much digitally anymore. But... <laughs> It's okay. I don't think any of those people are probably even still there. Yeah, (laughs) definitely not. For sure, especially after this year. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, So, okay, you graduated from Indiana. Were you, did you move right back home or? I came back to New York and I worked like a freelance job at a TV production company, um, like cold calling for the casting department. Cool. And then it was <laughs> I was only doing that for like six weeks. And then I was an executive assistant at an ad agency for a year because, again, it was like this chicken and egg thing where like I was trying to get assistant jobs at um, Comedy Central or anywhere within Viacom. Wow, she right? went back. She went back to Viacom ba- and you were like, I, hello. I d- <laughs> Correct. Here's like, my Look, web I made series. this thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anywhere, I could not get an assistant job at a TV network. And I was like, all right, let me go in another assistant job to get another assistant job, right? So I worked at this ad agency for a year. Um, it's so crazy I like- because I feel like with an assistant, I was an assistant for many years and I didn't have yeah. any experience in the field. I worked in VC and like it's a personality thing. If you're organized and you are fun to be around, and you know how to do the job, like you're a perfect assistant. You don't need, you're not the one making the TV show. You're there to learn. Like, yeah, right. Within TV, yes, absolutely. Well, my boss actually at the ad agency was like, yeah, you should go. Like, you know, you're so, he was like, you really should work in entertainment. You're so dramatic. And I was like, oh, okay, what? I'm going to go. And he said to me, he was like, 
you should never be an assistant because I like hated being an assistant. Like I would be like, I was just such a, I was a really bad assistant. Like I didn't want to do his like, he like had me put his fucking lunch on a plate for him. Oh no. And like I would I had like to do hand that. it to him and just be like, this is so demeaning and like what what is this what did what are you trying to do with this like why do right do that? and not only yeah. that then he called you dramatic would you like yeah slam the salad yeah. down on a, on a plate that guy sounds awful. i think i was like trying to find his seat on a fucking airplane because he was calling me from an airplane being like hey i can't find my seat i'm like you have the ticket in front of your face like what am i gonna do from the office like this right. is ridiculous and then he like freaked out anyway. oh my god i had a boss once yeah. call me from germany um, and he was like, I need more pillows from Germany. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you and I was like, do with that. He was 28 years old too. Let me just put that out there. Okay. And this was a, a temp job in finance. And I was like an assist, a temp assistant for a while. They wanted to hire me. And I was like, no fucking way. And I was like, but you're, I was like, you're at the, ho- does the hotel, I go, doesn't your phone have a button? For like right. the, the main <laughs> line, like can't housekeeping. It's on every any hotel. You can call the front desk and get more pillows. He goes, "Can you just take care of this for me?" And I just remember being yeah. like, "Cool, let me Google this hotel in Germany, right?" And try to get uh, tell them his name. I was like, "This will take a lot longer," but bullshit like that. Yeah, I hated uh, being an assistant. If it was your boss a power was cool, trip. it's a power trip. Oh God, right? yeah, totally beyond. <laughs> All right, so he told you you're dramatic, and you were like, fuck you, I'm out? Yeah, I was like, I am, and I do want to work in entertainment, and mm-hmm. I should not be your assistant. I'm going to go. So I left, and then I went, <laughs> and I was unemployed, and I took classes at UCB. No way! <laughs> One naturally does, yeah. So I started to do improv comedy. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't cross paths. I did, I did it forever, but did I was there very briefly, but I did like two levels. Um, and I was just making more of my own content. I started and I brought back Hello Dolly, and I was doing it like in the streets of New York. Awesome! And it was fun. And then I finally got a job in the mailroom at WME. So I worked at William Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my second day, I got um, a call from someone who I had like networked with while I was in college. He was working at Bravo while I was in college. And then he moved over to HBO. And I just like was always kind of like keeping him kind of close. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, like here's my new episode. Like check it out. And and I guess it's important to mention too, like in college while I was putting this web series out into the world, like it was playing in the dorms at Indiana. Like I was like, this is so stupid. No one's watching the the like – the TV in the in the dorms. I was like, wait, this needs to be on the internet. Like, it's 2011. Like, we we need to be using the internet. 2010, 2011. So I was like, I'm putting this thing on YouTube. Like, and YouTube and social, like Instagram was not a thing. Right. Yet. Yeah. So it was YouTube I was like, then. I'm gonna put this thing on YouTube, and then I was like, how am I gonna get people to watch it? Oh, I need to use social media, and it was Facebook, which is what we were using mm-hmm. at the time. So I started a Facebook page, and I like had people like like it, and I would put the episodes on Facebook, yeah. and then I would go around on the like sidewalks on college, and I would chalk, and I would write like follow at Hello Dolly on Instagram. Love it. Tell people to like download this app called Instagram and (laughs) she's getting people to download Instagram in college (laughs) (laughs) no Uh. I'm uh, legit and then so it was it it was 
like when I would talk to this guy whose name is Michael Hoffman, he was working at Bravo, I like had a track record that I was using social media to drive audiences to content. That's so right? good. You just figured out how to do marketing like on your own. That's yeah. Yeah. So great. And so that's it 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 was just like na- so when he he left, he went to HBO and he finally had a position on his team and this is like two, three years in the making, this relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And he called me and he was like, hey, they're finally letting me hire somebody on my team. Come work for me at HBO. And I'm like, yes, I would love that. That's so cool. So, so that's how that happened. I love that. Like, you never know where people are going to end up or go. Know. Like if you meet cool people, stay in touch, keep networking. Exactly. Networking is like the only way to get jobs, unfortunately. You know, as, as beautiful as our resumes are, it's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> No, exactly. (laughs) It's who you know. Oh, my God. That's cool. So you show up at HBO. Did you get to, like, go on set for Game of Thrones? Like, were you – how involved in that world were you? I know Ellen's a huge Game of Thrones fan, and I am am publicly not, but – Hey, Jared likes it, too. He does, yes. Uh, And we would watch it at work after – we worked at HQ together, Mm -hmm. and Sunday nights – they would all watch it. Yeah, and we'd, we'd make like, a Game of Thrones uh, themed cocktail and throw it up on oh, the big yeah. screen. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. I would just sit there and kind of stay on my phone. Um. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't watch Game of Thrones before I started working at HBO. Um, like when Michael called me, it became like my homework. I was like, oh, right. no, I like have to watch Game of Thrones now. So I would go home after being in the mailroom and I would just go binge watch Game of Thrones <laughs> and um, how involved were I mean we were we were very involved but the set was very closed it was very top secret people could not go like nobody yeah. was invited to the set except for like a very small handful of the producers who would like capture you know like BTS content for like the DVDs and mm-hmm. like that sort of thing um, otherwise no no one was there but like we did the red carpets we were on uh, you know it was, you know, with like the cast and asking them to like, hey, can I take a picture of you? That sort of thing. So that's a lot of cool. That. It was so fun. It was it was funny. My last day actually was the season eight per red carpet premiere, and so I left in April twenty nineteen, and I was in charge of the fan pit. So it was like this area where we gifted like a very exclusive, like you get to say hello to the cast, you know, you get to be there um, on the red carpet. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had maybe like a hundred fans, right? Like they'd reach out on Twitter and like we'd send them, you know, come here and like claim your, your fan pass, whatever. Yeah. So I was in charge of, I was like the hype woman and like had to get these people like really pumped and like would be like, Hey, like, you know, um, the mountain, Hey, um, like Aria come over here. Maisie Williams, uh, getting all the characters to like come over the cast members, mm-hmm. Jon Snow, whatever. And so it was funny because it was my last day and I'm like, there, like, you know, like taking photos of them. Meanwhile, this was at Radio City. Everybody was inside. There's like 500 people there. No, more. How many people fit inside? Way more than 500. Yeah, probably. I don't know the Thousands. number, but yeah. Yeah, me neither. Okay. <laughs> 
on the jumbotron, like giant screen. And it was me the entire time. So everyone's watching before the (laughs) premiere, me. And I didn't know until I started getting like Instagram notifications of like my friends tagging me. And it was just so funny because it was like, me and then I would like sneak a selfie with like George R. R. Martin, like the creator, and like you could watch this all happening, like, this live stream of me at the Game of Thrones premiere. Oh That's a God. movie scene where you're like, you had no idea. And what if you're like, what if you had a piece of food in your in your teeth or something? <laughs> yeah. You had no idea you're on the fucking jumbotron. It was so ridiculous at Radio City. That's a way. That's a a dope way to go out. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's a cool exactly. ending to that job. It was. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Are there any other jobs you want to tell us about? I mean, so you did the social media thing forever. You know, are you still like, do you think you'd ever do that still as well? I do that now, actually. Oh, you do? Freelance. Yes. Oh, cool. So I have clients. Um, I actually, I work for Lena Dunham right now, which is Oh, I did know this. I was going to say, I saw her post like a thank you to you or something. Yeah. That's cool. That was so nice of her. Yeah. She's the kindest, smartest, like most pleasant person I have ever like. That's amazing to hear because she's also so talented. So talented. Um, So I work for her and then I just have like, she's like who I work with kind of indefinitely. And then I have just like clients and projects that kind of come up along the way. But, um, you know, anything from like Last summer, I did something for Tribeca Film Festival, Mm -hmm. and then I've done projects for, like, the dating app Hinge, and I've done, um, like, you know, agencies will hire me for, like, entertainment clients or whoever, whatever it is, but... That's amazing. You really do stay busy. You are nonstop. I I try. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard out here to pay for your own health insurance. It is. I pay for my yeah, own true. health insurance. Yes, me too. <laughs> it's hard out here. I hear you, girl. I totally hear yeah. you. Um, well, this is amazing. I just want to know one thing. Has Lena tried the challah? So she's in London. Okay. So she has not. But as soon as she is back here in the States, like she is trying a challah immediately. I can't wait. Me neither. I mean, and I hope she likes it for your sake. You know, oh, yeah. I hope she, I hope she too. likes hope it she and just, you know, it. drops a photo or something. That would be yeah. major. That would be mage, mage, mage. <laughs> I, I got to talk to her about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just send it and just, maybe it'll just happen organically. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Well, you yeah. are very busy. Thank you for fitting us in. Uh, no. You're a dream. You. I would love to hang out with you and like go get a drink. I don't know. Shoot some man on the street together. We do a lot of similar things. So. Oh, we should do that. We actually. should collab. Okay, so we're going to do that. We're going to get you some challah. We're going to do some man-on-the-street stuff. I love it. I'm so excited. I love it, too. I'm so happy. Um, Where can everybody find you and see your content and taste your challahs? Okay, so my Instagram is at Dolly Meckler. My challah Instagram is (laughs) at challah Dolly. And everything is there. You'll see my web series, which is called You Have Such a Pretty Face. We didn't even talk about that. Um, Do you want to mention? Do you want to talk about it at all? Sure. Um, Give us the log line. Give us like the highlights. Yeah, it's an interview series, IGTV and podcast um, about um, it's interviewing women about about fat phobia and body image. So I've grown up in a large body my whole life. 
And just during COVID, I've like developed this new relationship with my body. Um, and I've, it's been like so healing to talk to other women who identify mm-hmm. as plus or fat or curve. And it's been such a joy to create like this very impactful content for people who didn't even know that this was something that they wanted right. or, or, and needed to hear. That's amazing. Thank you. That's so yeah, cool. And I bet there are a lot of brands. I mean, I, you know, I see it now. I'm all over TikTok and like, put those on TikTok, girl. You got the brands coming for you, you know, who would love, because like, those are the conversations people want to hear, you know, they don't. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. Did we? And then holiday, oh, just holiday.com. That's it. Guys, order the challah. It's worth it. Get it shipped <laughs> wherever you are. Seriously, they will. I know my followers will. As soon as we post this, oh. we're going to tag your website and everything. It'll be awesome. Um, you're a dream. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for this being so here. Fun. Thank you, Dawn. Ellen, I didn't even yeah. get to play. She had so much good stuff. I wanted, to, I wanted to play my little dumb game, but we don't have time for it. I just wanted you to match a bread to a job. Can you give me one? Like, what, oh. what, what would you match, uh, like, a lawyer, what would their bread be if you had to pick a bread? <gasps> oh, that's so good. Um, okay, I would give it I would give a lawyer sourdough, I think. Wow. Like, you know, like tough. Kind of like tough on the outside. That's a really good answer. And then like yeah. a little bit sour on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you it's a staple. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Do you wait? I'm giving her one more because that was so good. Okay, Okay. Uh, a teacher. What kind of bread is a teacher? Oh man, okay. A teacher (laughs) is. um, A teacher is a, I would say a muffin Mm. because a muffin at the core is, is so sweet and they're like, you know, they really have the best intentions and like, they, they're so um but you forget it but you kind of forget about it and wow. I feel like you know we kind of forget about the important work that the teachers do but they're important we need them in so the true. ecosystem yes. obviously okay you are way better than, at this game than this game is you know what I mean like that was, <laughs> these answers were you won Miss America in my eyes that was that was it wow Ellen did I mean, you have one a- do you have another job you want her to match a bread to I'm putting her on the fucking spot for this <laughs> How about like, like an engineer? <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say pumpernickel because mm. I have yet to figure out like what pumpernickel is. <laughs> what is it made of? And I feel like engineers. It's over my head. Yeah, that, okay. I like the connection there. I, I do too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you know, it's intense. You know, they they have a purpose and they work really hard. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm on the wow. same page. Totally. All right, you just won. This was amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, I love guys. you. I can't wait to hang out with you and make something together. Same. And so uh, and that's it. Bread. Yay! Thank you guys so much. This was such a pleasure. I'm I can't wait to hear it. Aw, me too. That was such a good episode. I mean, hello Dolly. Goodbye, Dolly. I love her so much. She's such a sweetheart. How are you? Did you like it? I did, and now I'm hungry for bread. I know, right? Um Okay, I have to, we got to be honest with the listeners. We're not recording this outro on the same exact day, but (laughs) 
The next day, Ellen, she gave me a challah. I got an everything challah by Challah Dolly. I always say challah wrong, but I, I'm saying it right. And I, uh, I made a turkey burger and used it as the bun. Like, yeah, like not how you'd think, though. Not how you'd think. You know, you'd think you'd slice it vertically and use right. two slices of bread. I didn't do that. I, I sliced like <laughs> I used too much. I sliced like half of it off, and then yeah. I went horizontal to yeah. make it more like. Bun like, like a bun. You basically yeah. ate like the entire loaf. <laughs> I we, we did it, honestly, and it was gone in twenty four hours. It was easily That's, gone because yeah. it get if it's not gone in twenty four hours, it gets it's stale. Even, you know yeah, what I mean? You got to get it all you, in one go. Yeah, you want it soft. It was perfect though, and I'm so glad she's she's now back up and running. She was taking a little break when we were recording, but now like she's like I was taking a break. It was like one day until she was like back selling again. So. I saw that. I was like. Mm, that's not a break. <laughs> I know. You're well, still she working to hard. Like to, yeah, she works hard. She was like, oh, we took a break. And then it was so funny. You're right. The way she was talking about it was like it was longer. And I'm like, no, it's not. She's working again. She's got it oh, up and running. These ladies I who love, love the, to work. Yeah, the Jewish, the young Jewish entrepreneurs like Gracie, listen to the Gracie Baked episode if you've never listened to it. Um, and uh dolly who does the challah and then we'll have to get my other girl Allie. Allie's banana bread i mean all of these like these mm. young bakers it's really i support all of them i i love them all and oh, that's great my ass loves them even more you know <laughs> yeah yeah my thighs say thank you very much thank you you know that's why i got that peloton so i can eat a whole fucking challah if i want you know uh, i got time yeah that's definitely what the peloton is for i don't have an office to be at you can find me on the bike or you can find me on my couch eating <laughs> you know i still think about how we were all laughing we were all laughing at that peloton commercial like ha her husband got her a Peloton. What a yeah! Now dunce. And now we're like, her husband knew the future. Yeah, okay. <laughs> basically they predicted the future. And he saw the pandemic, and he was like, "She's gonna want this. I know yeah. it." <laughs> That's so true. Wait, you said you had a friend who also is baking because and turned it into a business during the pandemic. Yeah. So this girl I know from high school, who is also Jewish. Um, when the pandemic hit, she moved back in with her parents in my hometown, Syracuse, New York, and started making <laughs> shout challah. Out, shout out to Syracuse. the Cuse heads there. Come on. Shout out to Cuse. <laughs> uh, she started baking challah. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Hala at Me. Wait, Hala at Me? They need to meet Hala Dolly, Hala at yeah. Me, and do like a, a, a little like convention. Yeah, holla convention. <laughs> There's got, I bet there are holla conventions. And if there are, and if you're out there and you guys produce one or have, or know of one, please send it my way because I would, yeah, I would go and eat the shit out of a bunch of or different holla convention, just like every different type of bread. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Like the, it's just like such a coincidence that like so many people mm-hmm. decided to start a business or, you know. I admire it. I only half-assed it with Anna died. I, I was doing well for a while, and then I, I couldn't tie-dye when it was cold out. Like, I didn't want to ruin my apartment, and I couldn't. I could do it again now outside, and I'm going to, but. It's hard when you're in a tiny apartment to start your own business and make something. Yeah. Like, I, so props to all these people who decided to do that. I don't think I could do it with, like, you know, 
baking supplies in my sink all the time. I know. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, Jared was like, find another hobby after I bleached our countertops, you know, one of the first few times I tie-dyed. And then I, did I tell you when I bought my beading kit <laughs> on Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> and then I started beating and I was like, I like was like fixed. I was like, I'm <laughs> going to have a new business. Like this will be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, you know, like how my brain works. I tried too many. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I do that all the time. I'm always buying craft supplies and then I'll like do it one day. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm busy now, but that was fun. Now my closet is like full of like different clays and paints Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I mean the soup thing I still make soups so that stuck um but people are like you should sell your soups and I'm like where the hell am I gonna sell my soups how can I I don't even know how to ship a soup to someone (laughs) like I'm like where could I jar them up and sell them like I don't know I gotta start with a cookbook I think and then take it from there I mean bread and soup go together well Bread and soup go together. I could you imagine? I could do a soup collab with with yeah. Dolly. That's a great idea. Oh my god! I can't believe I didn't mention this while we were on with her. But I'll tell it. I've I'll definitely tell her. seen like homemade soups sold in like a local cafe in my neighborhood where it looks like it was like made locally. So okay. I think that is a thing that people do. Well, ask them if they want to take on uh, the soup queen. Let them know you have a friend who likes to make soup uh, mm-hmm. in costume. I will. Um, yeah, uh, I think it was Bake Shop in in Bushwick. I don't know if cool. you've been there before. They have delicious, delicious cakes. Not yet, but I'm showing up with some soup. Mm. I've decided on my next soup that I'm making, actually. I think I'm going to, because corn is in season. So I think I'm going to do like a, a yeah. corn moment. Do you like gazpacho? I do like gazpacho. I've never made a gazpacho, but I like it. I actually think I could make a dope gazpacho. You should make a gazpacho. It's, it's like a very summery soup. It is. Some I, I prefer hot soups. Like if if you're like I have gazpacho or minestrone, like it's a no brainer. But yeah. maybe I'll make one. I could and you could try it and you could taste it oh, on the definitely. podcast and let me know if it's business worthy. Oh yeah, I'm down. Okay. All right, right. I'll do that for the next one. All right, well, that is it. I love doing these outros. They're fun. That's another episode of Unemployed, Unemployed, Unemployed. (laughs) Uh, Hire us. Find us on social media, Unemployed Podcast. You know where to find us. Spread the love. Spread spread this around to your friends and your family. And, you know, if there's someone you're hanging out with and you say, hey, have you ever listened to this podcast? we would love that. Also, you can check out our Patreon. We post all of the videos from the shows on Patreon. Patreon.com slash unemployed podcast. Very easy to remember. And uh, and that's it. We'll see you next time. Go, go catch up on the rest of these episodes. Bye. Bye. Right now, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our Patreon. This is your shout out right here from me. Tons of love. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, all of our videos go up there. Sometimes I just write fun things because I feel like it. And it's just a really nice way to support us at Unemployed. And, you know, so we can keep this thing going. We do it for nothing. We do it for fun. We do it for you to listen to. So definitely check out the Patreon. And right now, huge shout out to our patrons, Bill Horton, Chi of Steele, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you.